0: Welcome to this episode of Story and Things, a podcast where we review stories.
1: And we talk about things, usually relating to stories.
0: We try to. It's really tough sometimes. Mm. Sometimes we don't talk at all. Sometimes we just stare
1: at each other. Mm -hmm. Lovingly.
0: (laughs) I'm your host, Chelly. And I'm your host, Yehaida. And we are going to go ahead and... Why don't we start with, like, a little a little icebreaker? Okay. A little icebreaker. You know, I think it'd
1: be fun for the listener, for us.
0: Take part in it, too. Exactly. So if you want to answer the icebreaker question, go ahead. This is just for us to, like, you know, get the nerves out.
1: Exactly. Nerves?
0: Yeah, our whole audience. Oh, you're nervous? I'm never nervous. Oh, why? Because of the story? You're nervous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just ask me a damn question. Oh, wait. Dang question. <laughs> yeah, I still. Still the first no, uh, I mean, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a random question. I'm getting this from a, like, conversation card deck thing. It's called So ellipses. The question is, when you sit next to someone on a plane or a bus train. Or a train. <laughs> oh, bars.
0: <laughs> what do you think goes through their mind? I've never really thought about that. I wonder if they're as aware as... I am sometimes of your sometimes, surroundings. Sometimes, or just of someone sitting next to me. Because sometimes I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> our legs are touching, <laughs> and you know, and it's like they've been touching for so long already. You don't want to make the first movement, you know, exactly. like away. So it's like, no, now that's... we're in this together. Yeah, and that's rude. Damn. They're gonna be like, do I smell? Oh my gosh. Why are you getting away from me? There was this one time I was taking the Greyhound, mm-hmm. TM, <laughs> I was taking the Greyhound uh-huh. um, and I was fixing my shoe and I don't know why, but just out of habit, I, w- I like reached down to fix my shoe. Well, not reached down, I put my leg up and the person next to me, I did this. I like put my hand on their shoulder, but in like a very support- loving way, <laughs> you know, not like this, I like full on like on their neck too and I just fixed it, but. I, I hadn't noticed it until maybe like five seconds in, but I was already fixing my shoes. So I was like,
1: okay. They didn't say anything? No. They got stiff or what? No.
0: Nothing? I just kind of accepted it. And then I remember I like went like this and I was like, sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: so sorry, but thank you for being my leverage. Was that a guy or a
0: girl? I was an old lady. I was like a mom-ish <laughs> an age. old lady? You're taking her down with you. (laughs) She's like on my shoulder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. What about you? It's been so long since I've been on a train or a bus or a plane. Bars. (laughs) But okay. The last time I was on a plane, it was on a tiny, tiny jet on our way to Vegas. Oh, I remember. And it was so small, literally. The smallest little walkway between... Okay, so we were sitting, it was twos. Yeah. So on the left side, it was just a column of twos. And then the right side, it was a column of twos. But there was like the tiniest walkway in between. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, it was the smallest jet ever. And honestly, I did look at the people around me, but I was just wondering are they also scared or is it just me i don't know are they also drinking or is it just me <laughs> are they also down to drink in this like 40 minute plane ride
0: or am i crazy for some reason when you said that you had gone on a jet i thought your friend ordered a jet for you guys oh my
1: god imagine there's some jets in the airport that we were at that's crazy and i'm assuming it's only meant for like small travel was that the first
0: time you'd ever been on a, on a plane yes really how'd yes. you feel
1: i wasn't as i thought i was gonna feel especially when we took off yeah i felt it but it wasn't that bad and then i did feel like a little bit of turbulence while we were on our way to vegas but again it wasn't that bad and i was kind of just like you want a drink yeah all right let's do it because we were on our way to vegas we were pre-gaming it was like 11 (laughs) a.m that's so funny
0: i was supposed to go on a plane with niles when she went to go visit family Remember, I was supposed to go to that. Oh yeah, I forgot. Then the IRS just <laughs> okay, don't come for me. Knocked on my door and ruined my plan. You do your taxes, and all of a sudden you owe money. A lot of money. Like, what did I? What did I do? All I do is breathe. I'm a taxpayer, but apparently not enough. No, just kidding. I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, <laughs> I was supposed to go with Niles, but I couldn't. And. I was so freaking relieved.
1: Wait, you've never been on a plane? No.
0: Remember when I told you in high school I'd rather eat my pinky than go on a plane? <gasps> oh, yeah. I still have both pinkies. So, so not yet.
1: Wait, but well, we are supposed to go to Japan.
0: We want to go on a boat? I thought we were swimming. I are going to swim there. The ocean's really scary. <laughs> we can do it. I don't know. A love. little Brecker action. One of I us just... is like... <laughs> you know, one of us is like the... the freaking log and the other one's just it's like surfing oh my god imagine you on my back taking away
1: wait <laughs> let's try this I let's go swim. let's go
0: to the ocean right now wait do you know how to swim um a little but not a lot i know how to swim enough to keep me alive but you know i swim better when my face is underwater <laughs> i can't breathe <laughs>
1: I think that I would panic, though. I mean, I've never been that deep in the ocean enough to be, you know, just floating. Oh my God. I think I'd panic, to be honest.
0: Do i panic remember, in the pool. Do you remember when I had to go to that island for my job? Yeah. I remember getting ready to go to that island. I, I had to learn how to swim. And I knew how to swim. I just had to get more confident on it. Mm-hmm. Just in case someone got hurt, I had to be able to react quick enough to, mm-hmm. like, help them. And, um... I remember I was going to the gym a lot around that time. And I used to go with my Queen. sister. I used to go with my sister. And you know the gym in our town, the one that has a pool? Yeah. We would go and we would practice swimming. And I hated it, but I had to. And I remember she was like, okay, you feel it's it's good. It's getting there. Why don't we have a quick race? And so we went to the edge of the pool and we were going to swim across. And I was like so into it. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do great. I'm going to do amazing. And then we started. And I just remember, like, the, the motion she got me and I was doing them and I kept yelling at her like oh this is gonna s- freaking be in my dust you're gonna be in my shadow you're miles away and then I can hear her calling my name and I look up and I'm still at the beginning and she's on the other side and I was like why didn't I propel forward? You didn't realize that you no. weren't going? No. So I was like that for like a good moment and she was like Jenny you idiot, you're not even moving. The thing is, she had been calling my name for a long time and I kept yelling those things. Like, oh, i beat you. You were like talking
1: shit. You were yeah. like,
0: I can't even see you. You're so slow.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. You, you didn't tell me that.
0: No, I, that, I, so. I had to go practice. No, I knew
1: that you were practicing. But, but you didn't know about that? No. That was embarrassing. <laughs> You're like, I didn't want to talk about it, actually.
0: Oh, gosh. So why don't we go ahead and start talking about our novel for this week.
1: Our novel for this week by... Tahereh
0: Mafi. Yeah, by our friend. Our beautiful friend. This is the third time we're talking about her. Wow. So if you want to reach out, we're here. <gasps> you know what's crazy? Because there are authors we talk about a lot on this podcast. She's the most and Leigh Bardugo is the most. Yeah, oh, you're missing one, but it's alright. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> you are because you know because Bardugo, we did three of her books. Yeah, and this is the third. First, I had a mafia, and no one else. Mm. So <laughs> okay, sure, babe. <laughs> so this is not connected to the Shatter Me series. No, I just wanted this to sir- mention it's
1: its own thing, and it's called This Woven Kingdom and i'm gonna give a quick summary it's gonna be as spoiler free as i can possibly make it mm-hmm. and then afterwards it's gonna hella spoil so we do recommend for you to read it first yep just make sure we have time i'm seven minutes okay all right so the summary for this woven kingdom is the world is divided by clay and jinn. king Zhao of ardunia was responsible for the fall of the Jinn and the royals of the Jin kingdom they were all presumed to be dead, but there was one that survived, and her name is Eliza. Eliza, and her name is Eliza, but she is trying to live as normal of a life as she can as a servant in Ardunia. And Iblis, who is the devil, he was once the leader of the jinn, but he's no longer as beloved as before. So instead, he just goes around giving riddles to people. And one of his victims is Elisa. So Elisa must solve the riddle of the king with snakes on each shoulder.
0: Dang. I do recommend you go read it. So if you want to yeah. go read it before we talk, because we are going to start spoiling. And
1: three, two, one, go. go. <laughs> All right. But before we get into the nitty gritty, hmm. we are going to guess
0: what the other
1: feels about this book. Because Charlie and I, we don't like to tell each other. We want to nope. keep it a secret. Yeah, keep it close to the chest. Yeah, you know a little bit of mystery is good.
0: So, so go ahead and guess. Okay, my rating for this book. So, Taher Mafi, mm. beloved friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, sponsored by. I'm just kidding. I know, sponsored by her. No, but you like her writing a lot. Mm -hmm. You have said it before that you like how poetic she sounds in her writing. You love the Shatter Me series so much. You would die for it. I know you would. Uh, Don't answer that. uh, (laughs) Die? (laughs) Why I gotta die? You would live for it. (gasps) Oh my god. Cute. But I know how much you like her writing. Okay. Going into this, I was just like, Yahaira's gonna love this. After reading it, I I do think you like it. I think you like the Shatter Me series more. Mm-hmm. I will say she did a good job changing her style of writing because the Shatter Me series is written in a perspective of a character. Meanwhile, this one, it's it's omniscient, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it feels different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her, her writing style showed that. And I think you appreciated that. I don't think it's like your favorite book, <laughs> but I do think you are going to give it at least – Maybe like a 3.8 okay. out of 5. So
1: there is a specific reason why I think you feel a certain way about this book. Okay. So I know you. I know you. I know you do. You don't really like reading about politics. So <laughs> the sections that were so mm. politic heavy, in my head I just kept thinking, I feel like Chelly's going to skip this, skip this. Not even really pay attention to it. And I feel like it was long enough for it to possibly bother you, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Just a guess. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, I'm going to guess that you would give it a three. Okay.
0: Yeah, a three. A three? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I suck at holding it. Like, you don't, I-, I know you don't know how I feel. But I suck at holding a poker face anytime you talk.
1: I feel like I'm going to start looking at your face
0: more. Okay, so we're going (laughs) to go ahead and talk about the tropes that are in this book.
1: I think the number one Mm. is forbidden romance. (gasps)
0: Forbidden. How do you feel about forbidden romances? I
1: actually really like it. I do too. It adds a little bit of spice.
0: But there's different types of forbidden romance, we're we're,
1: Yeah, but we're not talking about like the crazy ones. We're just
0: talking about, Mm. you know. When they're from sure. different classes. Oh, very Romeo and Juliet. Bye. Right. And I know you're a Shakespeare fan. How'd you know? Dude. I do love Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> the other trope, I don't remember it by name. It's the lost prince or the lost princess. Mm-hmm. Which, as I
1: said in my summary, they believe that the djinn of that royal blood
0: were all dead. But our girl, Lisa, she's alive. She's alive, alive and kicking. She's breathing. I don't think I seek that out. That's very Tangled. Isn't I? I Tangled? No. Uh, wait. <laughs> Don't tell Niles. Not to interject, but I thought Tangled was your favorite Disney princess. No. It's Jasmine. You told me that you really like Tangled. I do really like Tangled. I love Jasmine. Jasmine? She
1: doesn't really come out that way.
0: Oh my <laughs> God. Okay.
1: My girl? Jazzy? I'm
0: just kidding though. Strike one for the day. I'm kidding. I do love Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's kind of a love triangle. Presumed love triangle. Presumed love triangle and presumed arranged marriage because you never know. You just
1: don't know. We can get into that when we get to the
0: end, (laughs) but we just don't know just yet. Yes. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and talk about our characters? Okay. Let's start with our main girl, Eliza. So at the beginning of the story, Eliza is a servant
1: in the Baz house. And the person who oversees her, who is also still a servant, is Lady Amina. Or what is she called? It's not lady. She's called something. Yeah. Miss Amina. Miss she, Amina. She always says Miss Amina. And pretty much Eliza's just trying to get by, and the way that she gets by is by making dresses, making clothes yes. for the people with money, but she can't do too good of a job, because then they'll know that she's a djinn,
0: mm-hmm. and she
1: can't out herself, so also with being a servant, she is able to conceal herself by wearing a snoda, yeah. snoda? pretty much it's like, have you seen Daredevil, <laughs> you remember his first outfit, where it was just like a freaking Cover. scarf over his head? Face, but it was just covering his eyes and nose. That's what it is, pretty much. But in the book, it describes it as tulle, which yeah. I don't know how you cover your eyes with tulle. That's see through.
0: But okay, I thought it was leather. That's why it's called tulle. I thought it. Was, okay, well, leather.
1: <laughs> that sounds hot. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. But she is just trying to get by. She kind of reminds me of Cinderella a little bit. You know, mm. she's like slaving away in this house, and she doesn't really have. A lot of space. She has a tiny little room and she's not allowed to eat with anybody. No. She's kind of just like excluded.
0: Yeah. At the so, start. Yeah. She's very uh-huh. hardworking and it's really sad because she... Has not really had much experiences to luxuries in the the world, even though she is the lost princess, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But she's very realistic because she knows the world's not kind to her. So she's just stopped accepting kindness. Mm -hmm. She doesn't expect it from anyone and she does not expect to ever be found by another djinn because she feels like everyone died off. Mm -hmm. So she's a realist
1: yeah but also that but i don't think she really realizes her importance in the start of the book Mm -hmm. i think she understands what happened to her family and she remembers that but i don't think she knows that the jinn would probably seek her out as a leader
0: yes she's just like i'm just a basic girl yep and she's okay with that at this point of the story
1: Yeah, but because she used to live in the kingdom, she does have combat skills. So she Mm -hmm. can defend herself if needed.
0: And can speak formally, by the way. She's very... Oh, yeah. She's very formal. Mm -hmm. I think that she's a good main character. Mm -hmm. I really like her. I like her because of how unsure she is with the world. I think that's something that this author does really well. When a character has a certain type of trauma, she doesn't forget it. Yeah, You know, so the character is consistent the whole way through. Mm -hmm. So through the whole story, like you can tell she never trusted anyone at the beginning because she's not supposed to. But even near the end, when, you know, she knows that she's royalty, she knows that things can change. She's still like, why would I trust him? Why would I do this? Why would Mm -hmm. I do that? And I love that she stayed like that the whole way through.
1: Yeah. And I also like that she would rather protect the people that she's familiar with Mm -hmm. as opposed to the people who are seemingly above her or I have lower ranks or whatever. Mm -hmm. We can get into that a little bit more later though.
0: Okay. But overall, I think she's a great character and I really like her.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I liked her too. I liked her development through the story. There was a lot of times where I really felt for her, Mm -hmm. especially when she was being hunted down by the king. I was like, damn, this girl's just trying to make her dresses. She's just trying to live her life. And she doesn't really have money to buy herself clothes, like her own clothes. So she'll just be like in scraps in scraps, in the snow. Oh, my God. Those moments I was like, I feel so bad for her. Mm -hmm. But I also really like that she is able to protect herself when she has to. And she's just not killing people because, you know, why not?
0: Mm -hmm. So why don't we talk about our second main character? Prince Cam? Prince Prince Cammy. (laughs) Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. I think I actually don't know. Cameron, Prince Cammy. (laughs) (laughs) So Cameron is the prince of Ardunia, Mm -hmm. and he is loyal to the crown.
1: Yeah, he so much so that you know
0: he's his eyes. Everywhere. Oh, I thought you were saying on the prize, which is that <laughs> crown on his freaking. That, would be, that wouldn't be accurate, though. No, he's just very loyal to Ardunia. Mm-hmm. He wants to make sure that it becomes a very successful place to live. And he knows that it's going to happen soon, him becoming king, because King <laughs> Zal. He's on his freaking well, last, he, <laughs> last leg.
1: <laughs> he doesn't know yet at the start, though. When the story begins, we figure out that Ardunia is kind of having this issue with another kingdom. It's mm-hmm. called the Toulon Kingdom. Yeah. And because of these issues that are brewing, he knows that they've had a lot of spies in the... Ardunia kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so when he sees Elisa and, you know, she defends herself from this little boy who, who has, like, a knife to her yeah. throat, he's like, how, how did she save herself? Kind of sketch. Like a spy. <laughs> like a spy would. Wait, hold on.
0: So, yeah, yeah
1: he's very loyal to his kingdom.
0: hmm I think that his character is really interesting. Because he's seen as pretentious in other people's eyes, mostly Aliza's <laughs> eyes. She's like, who the fuck does he think he is?
1: Just because you have a crown,
0: bitch. <laughs> exactly. But the people of Ardunia, well, at least one person's perspective that we see, are like, no, he's just like that. You gotta know him.
1: You don't know him like I do.
0: Me and him, go way back. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, but he's he's perceived as, you know, a very complex character. He. His
1: emotions run deep. Mm -hmm. There's so many moments where at the start of the story, he feels a certain way, especially with the kingdom. But then you see it shifting. But then you see him constantly questioning like, okay, do I follow my king? Or do I follow my heart?
0: Oh my gosh. I (laughs) love that struggle so much. I I know that's something that would annoy people too, Mm. but I really like him as a character.
1: Yeah. And I liked how that was written Mm -hmm. in a very
0: like realistic way. Oh, it was. There's a scene specifically that I'll talk about later, but I really, really like... I keep, I keep wanting, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I keep wanting to call him Carden, but he's not. Carden? What story is this? Oh my gosh. I do like Cam. (laughs) I think Cam is a very good character. Five out of five character.
1: Oh. I really like him. Five out of five? Mm -hmm. Well, I really like him too. I really like the way that he was written Mm -hmm. and the way that he progressed through the story, especially... Not going to say it yet, but especially at the end when he realizes the
0: truth. Yeah.
1: I was like, damn, I really felt for him. Yeah.
0: Okay, why don't we talk about the relationship between both of our main characters? Okay. Because they come from different worlds.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Why are you laughing? (laughs) Because I thought it was song lyric. I'm sorry.
0: Was it Hannah? (laughs) Was it Hannah Montana?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why I thought of best of both worlds. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I
0: thought of too. Aliza does not have the best of both. She really doesn't. She'd be struggling.
1: She'd be struggling.
0: So when both of our characters meet, they actually meet because, like you said, there was a boy who was trying to steal from Aliza mm-hmm. and... He was starving. Yeah. But I mean, still. He
1: held a knife <laughs> to her throat and did nick her. Mm-hmm. And... Cami saw it cam you know he was there so he Mm -hmm. saw he witnessed it all and he witnessed when elisa pretty much
0: broke his hand right he broke his arm
1: to defend herself and he was like and this boy was about to die of shock
0: by the way yeah he was but that moment when elisa and cam look at each other there was something. The sparks. Something. Just to mention before, Eliza actually gets visited by the devil, who, by the way, says someone is going to change her life, mm-hmm. basically. And she sees an image of Cam. Mm-hmm. And she's like, the, when she's getting basically jumped by this little kid. By she Omen? She sees Cam and is like, wait. Is that? That's the boy that's going to rock my world. <laughs> What? But the devil frequently visits her Mm -hmm.
1: because he likes messing with her. So I'm just going to read the riddle because remember, she thinks that the riddle pertains to Cam because right after the riddle was told to her, an image of Cam manifested in front of her. Yes. So this is the riddle There once was a man who bore a snake on each shoulder. If the snakes were well fed, their master ceased growing older. What they ate, no one knew, even as the children were found with brains shucked from their skulls, bodies splayed on
0: the ground. You know what's so funny? Did not make sense to me the first time reading it. Now that you read it, it's just fucking giving you the whole story. <laughs> it really is.
1: It oh. already tells you
0: what's happening, what he's doing. But for some reason, Aliza can't figure it out. Can't put two and two together. But <laughs> she's mean, like, this, we didn't either, though. I think Cam be eating kids. I think he eats kids. Are you a kid eater? <laughs> oh my gosh. but she she's so scared of him and you can see it in her face and so does cam and cam's like she's a spy how do why would she make that face if she didn't know who i was exactly so he he becomes infatuated mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. because even though he's like she's a spy he'll still look at her for a little second too long or look at her lips for a little second too long and he's like no, that's nothing. It's just the spy, her spy powers. They're working on me. <laughs> I need to look away because her spy power, it's just oh, yeah. controlling it's me. controlling me. But I, their relationship, can I hold your hand? Their relationship oh. is so good. Oh. I really like the fact that it started off with him thinking that he hates her. And there was still something where he was just kind of like, swaying back and forth. Like, it's, I'm unsure, but... Exactly. But I like that every time he saw her, he would kind of learn a little thing about his own kingdom. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, oh my gosh, she her hands are the hands of a worker and they're yeah, fucked up. her hands are fucked up because not only does she constantly make dresses
1: she's mm-hmm. also hella scrubbing the floor so they're just raw like yeah they there's are marks all over her knuckles and her fingers
0: and that's when he figured out kind of too because remember she's a jinn she's not human she's not clay so he even figured out like no human would be able to stand that pain. Yeah. So the fact that she can. And then he sees that she never has the appropriate attire. She's always covering her face. People treat her like crap. He, he mm-hmm. goes into her room at one point and it's a closet. Yeah. And he, he just feels for her so much. Mm-hmm. So I like the buildup of their relationship in his perspective is more through the experience of him just seeing the world around her. Mm-hmm. That sucks.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, she doesn't even notice him that much. Because she's not nearly as observant as he is. No. He's
0: noticing all of her movements. And she's just avoiding him because there's a point where she gets medicine. And when he's there, she's like, no. Uh, (laughs) Well, she didn't notice him at that point. She was getting this medicine from
1: this apothecary, and when she came out... And it really sucked, because the apothecary put salve on her wounds, and he, like, bandaged her up. But she came out, and it was pouring rain. So that was for nothing. And so she's running, and then that's when the prince sees her, and he's like, oh my god, the raindrops coming down your lips. Oh my god, I think I'm in love. Wait, hold on. But... At that point, we should also mention that he did mention to the king about her before he even really knew much of her. He didn't mention her because something else happened that we will talk afterwards. But the king was like, how could you save this little boy? And he was like, you don't understand. The spy Mm -hmm. was the one who, you know, was there. And so he got his king, grandfather, invested in this girl. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he started to feel guilt. So you could say that his emotions were pushed by guilt initially. you can't. But I did really like that he was so focused on her
0: that that's when he started to realize like, wait, she's such a hard worker though. Mm -hmm. Wait, she's so pretty though. Oh my God, look at her curls. And even when they finally did do something to initiate their relationship, to something more than just being observed by each other. Um, I really like the struggle he had with like, well I can't be with her. Cause but I'm, can a, I? I'm a prince, but she could be a princess, maybe. <laughs> a queen maybe. She could be my princess. Don't say that. <laughs> Cardin's just like carden? Yes, I'm sorry. You can't you just have Cardin in your brain. Dude
1: you there's only
0: one prince for me
1: thank you the cruel one thank you (laughs) since we're we're just on the topic of their relationship i know i know i'm moving a little bit forward no go ahead but the king there's this prophecy for the king that he's gonna be killed by the one with frost in the veins whatever Mm -hmm. that's her and so cameron is tasked to spy on her and that's when he goes into her room and notices, damn, this is a fucking closet. Yeah. How did you feel about that moment, though?
0: <laughs> like I said, that was the part of the story that propels their relationship. Mm-hmm. Because when he's in there, he's, like, basically seeing how homey she made it. Mm-hmm. But then she's in there and she's fucking naked. She's a little naked, she's yeah. She's naked. She's not naked naked, but she's a naked little naked. enough for him to be, like, oh shoulders? Oh, my God. Her, her breasts. <laughs> he's, They're like, just she- shaking. <laughs> Man, put those away. <laughs> anyway, I I did like that scene. I did like that scene because I I think that scene was more in her perspective because I know that it changed in the story when it was following a different character. Mm-hmm. But when, cause when they were with each other, someone was going to come in and then Eliza made it so they were invisible because she has that power as a djinn. Mm-hmm. She did that. And they were really close to each other. (laughs) She
1: was like on his lap. Yeah.
0: Like for a really long time too. And he was basically teasing her because she's really scared of the dark. Mm -hmm. And he was like, is Um, that why you're on my lap? I mean, you could have just asked. You You could have just told me that you liked me or something. Yeah. Which by the way, was not out of character, but damn, because Cam is not really into girls. He mentions that, like, he hasn't seen any woman that he's been attracted to. But he has been fixating on Eliza for, like, a, a yes. minute now. But he is so down at this point. At this point, he was like, you know what? Maybe I should just leave the Drop ground. it all. Who? Who's the king? <laughs> but Don't they, care about him. they kiss at this point. And I really, really like that Elisa brings up that she hears him say, she hears him say her name. And it sounds like in desperation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. This guy loves her. I think this guy like-likes her. <laughs> oh, God. You barely even know her. Do you even know her last name? I know. It's funny. <laughs> they kiss and then
1: she. he's like, <laughs> let's run away. Let's do it right now. Let's babe. go elope. Come on, babe. Let's he go. loved her. But you know what's funny? So Chelly and I didn't really talk about this story, but we did mention one thing when we were talking about tropes. You thought it was going to be an arranged marriage. It I did. I did for a second too when that was brought up. Mm-hmm. The king was like, uh, "Don't ever say that again actually. Don't ever. Don't even joke yeah. about that." Because the prince was like, "I mean, we can always just merge
0: mm-hmm. and everything would be better." <laughs> Cam is just like, "I don't know, mate, like I mean, girls are gross and everything, but I can marry her. Maybe <laughs> I can marry. Her maybe. I can marry her maybe. if you
1: ask me to.
0: I mean, okay, okay, granddad, I will. I got it. <laughs> Hands tied.
1: I'll do it. But no, the king was like, hell no. Mm-hmm. And the king is—he's rushing for Cam to be married because he's like, my time mm-hmm. We're running out. So I need, I need a grandchild,
0: which is why I appreciate the way this relationship was written. Because even though, oh god, it was written so fucking well. Mm-hmm. I like that it wasn't the main thing about both characters.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too. I like how we saw the characters as individuals Mm -hmm. first. And then once they came together, I was like, wow, they actually really work Mm -hmm. together. Because they
0: each have so much going on in each other's lives that they don't bring up to each other. Mm. They're going through their own things.
1: I really liked how they were written. Mm -hmm. I
0: agree with you. I did like that they were written as
1: individuals and they had their own thing going on yeah because when they came together i was like
0: this love is powerful yes there's one quote that that cardin said i'm so take a shot (laughs) every time (laughs) i say cardin take a shot every time (laughs) can i say something though the way that aliza and cam were written this is what i wanted for cruel prince hmm this is this is what i wanted so the entire time go watch cruel prince wait hold on welcome back (laughs) that's what i wanted for cruel prince because that's it that's how you do it
1: yeah although he wasn't cruel but yeah
0: he wasn't cruel but he can be seen as cruel for Mm -hmm. the decisions he would have to make for his country Mm -hmm. i fucking love that yeah that's
1: and then there were times when he he was so like cold in his demeanor, or he would just say things without any any mm-hmm. what, inf- inflection. Yeah, with any inflection in his voice, and it'd be like, "Well, you know, I said
0: what I said." You know what's so funny near the end because everything is leading up to this one ball that they're gonna have because Cameron has to get married. Yeah, so they're trying to find him a wife. Exactly. There is this one point where he's talking to a girl and and his grandpappy is like, mijo, son, can I call you son? <laughs> you have to try. You know, these girls are talking to you, but you're not saying anything to them. Try with this one. You got to try with this girl. Look, this girl is from this place. Go ahead and introduce yourself. And they're talking for a bit. And at this point, for some reason, the way it was written, it felt like Cam was like, okay, you know what? Aliza's out of my mind i gotta move on hi my name is cam and then you he spots Aliza in the back and he's like oh my god what are you
1: like, it was so he was funny. like i was almost out of the trance but now i'm back
0: i gotta go apologize to elisa oh he didn't even I'm let so her like talk sorry for cheating on you it's like we're not together
1: <laughs> no but we are in my head we yeah. have three kids
0: look at this picture i drew of us <laughs> puppy <laughs> like
1: yeah with her he is i like like you oh my god he like really likes her dude
0: dude <laughs> I, to talk about a favorite scene of mine okay go ahead at the ball so much is going on Eliza's there because there is a situation happening with she has to meet someone who's going to help her basically grow her her kingdom once again Mhm. And she's there, and that's when Cam sees her, and Cam goes up to her. And by the way, she's not supposed to be recognizable to anyone unless they want to see her. Or they mean her well. Yeah, and I think that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. So Uh, pretty much no one can see her if they wish
0: ill on her. mm Mm-hmm.
1: So no one except, like, three people can see her.
0: (laughs) My favorite thing about the interaction between them is the first thing Cam does when he goes up to her is he says... Please tell me you're here because you want to be with me. Like, please tell me that's the reason you're here. <laughs> and then she's like... <laughs> oh. yeah. I actually forgot that you were here. Wait, what's your name again? Carter? <laughs> 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 I love the girlfriend. And it's funny because he it hits him that that's not the reason. And he steps away because it was, like, supposed to be a romantic moment. He steps away and he's like, uh, um, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> Granddad! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, but I I thought that was really sweet that that's the first thing he says. And she's just like,
1: I'm sorry, what? I know. <laughs> I forgot this was for you. Wait, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I just fell into a hole and now I'm oh. here wearing this pretty dress.
0: What did you feel about the relationship between our boy Cam, Cammy, and his abuelo?
1: Aw, you know what? I had all of these mixed feelings mm-hmm. because in the beginning I was like,
0: you know, Fuck this guy. Fuck the grandpa.
1: But you know what? Then there was a moment when we are told that the reason why jinn can coexist with most clay, not all, but most clay, is because the king is allowing it. He wants the jinn to have some rights. Yes. And he also made it a law that no servant can be abused, which mm-hmm. most servants were the djinn. So because of those laws... Cam was like, my grandpa, he's such a good guy. Such a good guy. And so now you're thinking, well, the reader, me, was thinking, oh, wow, okay, maybe he's not so bad. Maybe Mm -hmm. he's not so bad. He's Mm -hmm. a good guy. But then you realize that, no, wait, those were actually selfish reasons. He actually just wanted to have some leverage on the djinn so that they would feel a certain way so that they wouldn't riot against him. But then at the end... We flip again and it's just like we keep flipping.
0: Yeah, because he is he's a really tough guy and very tough love towards Cam mm. at some points of this book, because at one point they think he's treasonous and the grandpa's like, I'm gonna throw you in freaking prison, basically. Uh-huh. And there's points like that throughout the entire book. So I didn't feel that great about him either until the very end when he mentions Everything I've ever done, my only weak point in all of this is always you. Yeah. And it sucks because he shielded Cam from so much of the bad stuff happening, like the upcoming wars and everything. Mm-hmm. You don't realize that, but he did do it for him. Yeah, And it's revealed at the end, that whole prophecy or the riddle that Eliza heard at the beginning wasn't about Cam. It was about the Zal. It was about the grandpa mm-hmm. because he asked the devil if he can live a little bit longer in order to wait for cam to be old enough to take over Mm -hmm. because when cam's dad passed away he was only like
1: seven eight he was Mm -hmm. a child and so at that point the grandpa had also been killed but his life was prolonged
0: Mm -hmm. because of
1: the deal that he made with the devil Mm -hmm. so he had snakes in his shoulders. Yeah. And they were literally feeding on the orphans, mm. which ties in with the orphan boy who tried to kill Eliza.
0: Yeah. You know, you remember him? Yeah. He did this mostly, by the way, to the poor. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't notice. They wouldn't notice. And even um, Omid brings up who's going to listen to a bunch of poor people. Which om- Omid is the one who attacked Elisa. Yes. I did really like their relationship.
1: Yeah. And I actually did feel bad for him at the end. Because I was like, mm-hmm. the fact that you did all of this for Cam is really sad. Especially because now it's like, I mean, now everyone's suffering. Yes. <laughs> now Cam is hella suffering because he's he lost his grandfather.
0: Yeah. I'm talking about Cam. He does have a minister that works with him. His name is Hazan. Oh, yeah. Hazan was not really talked much about in this book. And I feel like if Tahereh Mafi feels like it, if she writes Woven Kingdom 2, The Wovening, <laughs> if she does end up writing it, the if she does end up writing it, I feel like she would go more into Hazan because he was not mentioned much in this book. Mm-hmm. From what they did say about him, how did you feel about him by the end of this book?
1: I'm still not really sure, to be honest. I did like his character. I thought he was really funny. I actually really liked his relationship with Cam. I thought both of them together felt so sibling-like because yeah. they were always bantering. And just, like, him having to have that responsibility over Cam and just making sure that he wasn't screwing things up.
0: Yeah.
1: I I did really like him. But he was a little confusing, though, because in the beginning, when Cam was fixated on this girl... And he was like, he handed Hazan a handkerchief of hers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, test this. I know her DNA is on it. And Hazan did test it. And he told him that it had like ice in there.
0: Yeah. So I'm
1: just confused. I'm like, why, why did you did that? why did you out her? Because Hazan is actually an old friend of Elisa's. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the story, you find out that he's actually acquainted with both of them with both Cam and Eliza. I was like, I don't understand his motivation, I guess.
0: I don't even understand who he was going for by the end. Like, I didn't know if he was there for Eliza to succeed or for Cam to succeed. I think he was going for Eliza, Because he's mm-hmm. a djinn. Yeah, but then at the end, too, remember when he was like, Cam... No, he didn't say Cam. He said, you need to get away, your highness he's like, who the fuck are you talking to? And no. Cam is like, I'll, I'll get away. And he's like, no, Your Highness, you have to get away. And Elisa's even and like- And no, but he's like, no, Your Highness, yeah. you need
1: to leave. He's talking to Elisa because he says it like three times. And Cam's like, Okay, I'm, I'm going. I'm going down. Okay, I didn't know. This is my this is my ball. Okay. I'm
0: already gone. It's like already <laughs> by the door. Your Highness. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> How far do you want me to go? Okay, I'm leaving the country.
1: <laughs> That's why I was a little bit confused by his motivations.
0: But then there's another character, another prince. Oh, the king? Oh, sorry. A king. He's a new king. He's a
1: young king because he killed his daddy. I hate that you said it like that.
0: did kill him. His father. So I say it again? No, no, it's okay. Keep if it. If you hated it. No, it's okay. You can keep it. I've said Cardin many times. (laughs) You can say say the D word.
1: (laughs) So King Cyrus is the king of Toulon, which I've already said has, you know, conflict with Ardunia. Mm -hmm. And King Cyrus first appears to Elisa. And he's like, all right, girl, let's go. And she's like, who the fuck are you? And he has these magical abilities and he even compels this girl to shut up because yep. she talks a lot. And Eliza
0: was like, don't you dare hurt her.
1: Don't you dare hurt her. That's my friend. That's my only friend. You know what's
0: kind of funny too? Because he comes off as a jerk. And I like how Eliza. she's like, you know, I'm going to be royalty one day. So I have to look at everything with gratefulness because <laughs> who am I to understand their situation? Mm-hmm. So she looks at him and he's like, you know what? Even though you're a jerk and a motherfucker, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And then he ba- he says something that ruins it. And she's like, you know what? Fuck you. What the fuck? I don't have to be nice
1: to you. You know, the, so part, the part that was really funny was he was forcing her to go to the ball, right? And yeah. she was so confused. But he was like, we got to go. Our mutual friend, he really wants you to be there. I need to go do something. And she, and she thinks our mutual friend, oh, it has Haz- to be Hazan. Hazan. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he actually just completely neglects that. He's yeah. just like, whatever. And the, what I thought was funny was when he made her promise not to run away. And she was like, well, what do I get? And he's like, I'll be nice to you? <laughs> Question mark? And she's like, uh, what? <laughs> you have, you mean you're going to be meaner to me? This yeah.
0: more mean than you've already been?
1: <laughs> and he's like, I've been nice to you. What do you mean? It's you're so here funny. at the ball with that pretty dress.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome, by the way.
1: So when he takes her, they just show up at the ball.
0: Yeah. She, like, falls
1: in this, like, whirlwind. And they're, like, dancing or something. And that's when Cam sees them. And he's like, what the fuck? How does... That's my girl. How how does Eliza know King Cyrus? (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Which King Cyrus obviously has this reputation because he just killed his dad. To become king. Exactly. And so he's like, hello? How dare you? I just thought King Cyrus, from what we saw, which was honestly a little snippet, a little tease, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, I thought he was a really funny character. I think there's something that we should talk about, about King Cyrus' character. Okay. Which, even though he didn't have a whole lot of spotlight time, I think there was something that he said that pretty much summed up his entire character. We know his whole story now. <laughs> pretty much, he was the one who outed King Zal, and he was like, Look at him. Look at those snakes. What do you think those snakes eat? They eat fucking babies, bitch. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so he didn't want to hurt Prince Cam. He didn't even have any interest in him. He was like, you know what? I'm only doing this to you, I think. I'm only doing this because I don't want you to have to endure what I had to do with his own father. He said, I had to pay for my father's sins. And I think you're done paying for your your father's sins. Yep. Or something along those lines. And I just really liked that thing because it pretty much just summed up his entire character. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> he's He's been through a lot. And even yeah. if you remember when Aliza first saw King Cyrus, she was like, oh, he's handsome. But in his eyes, you can see he's seen a lot. Yes. Which
0: pretty much summed up his character. So
1: I liked his character.
0: I did too. But going to the end of the book, (laughs) at the very end, um, while everything is going down, Mm. Eliza ends up escaping with a dragon. Yeah. And the dragon belongs (laughs) to Cyrus. And it's funny because the dragon goes invisible and she's like, oh my God, I'm on a blind carpet, you know? (laughs) And freaking uh, Cyrus is behind her like, you stole my dragon?
1: (laughs) What King Cyrus tells Eliza in this moment was like, oh you know our mutual friend that's because we had a deal Um, and he wanted you to become queen and she's like queen how am I going to become queen he's like well you know I'm bringing you back to my kingdom and we're going to get married (laughs) (laughs) congrats
0: that's how the book ends so that's why we say that it's
1: Seems like it's arranged marriage.
0: It seems like an arranged marriage and also seems like it's going to get a second book, of course. It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy? It's going to be. But she hasn't written. I don't think so, no. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? But you can't tell anyone. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Cover (laughs) your ears. (laughs) I really like this book. I'm not going to say anything else. but (laughs) What? And anything else with that. But I really hope this doesn't become a love triangle. I think it will. Don't say that. I don't. You know, this is another Adam. This is another. This is another Adam. I don't. But you, yeah. You don't say that to me. You can't
1: say that our boy Cam 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 wasn't well developed.
0: (laughs) He was really well. Because okay, Adam and Shatter Me. If you listen to our Unravel Me episode, I feel a certain way about him. I don't like it when characters are brought up. And their only personality is built on their interest for the main character. Mm. I don't think that's good, and that's kind of what Shatter Me felt like to me. But this feels different. Mm. I feel like I know him. I know Cami. I know what he likes. I know his favorite color. Mm. I know him. Oh. I don't want him to be the one she doesn't end up with. That makes me. Don't look at me. That makes me <laughs> it's so, so funny. Sad. What?
1: <laughs> Say it. <laughs> I really, really liked Cam.
0: Don't even look at <laughs> but, me. Oh, my God. But I wouldn't be mad if no. she ends up King Siren. Oh, my God. Do I even know you? Actually, I, no. That's exactly... I loved him. It's morally All great. He, I get it. Cam I, wasn't... It's not like no, Cam I'm talking about... Know. I know, but I know you. I really liked Cam.
1: I really, really <laughs> did. <laughs> What I'm saying is that I wouldn't be upset if she does end up with King Cypress.
0: Whatever happens, <laughs> happens. I think I accidentally called him King Cypress. So whoever's <laughs> editing this, please just cut that out. I can't believe you said that. Oh my god, I'm so upset. Are you really? Yeah.
1: Are you saying
0: you don't like King Cypress? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want this. Okay, okay, okay. Prediction time. Prediction okay, time. Prediction time. Welcome to this <laughs> This segment of predictions, ding, ding. okay. What do you want
1: to happen? Not what you think. What okay. do you want?
0: Everyone, close your eyes. Okay. Imagine this. Mm-hmm. You're reading. It. You're reading the wovening. <laughs> <laughs> you're reading the wovening. You're reading the wovening. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And you're just so into it because you know, like, what's gonna happen? Love triangle. I get it. Freaking Cameron comes in on his own dragon. Two of them. He has a foot on each head. And he's like, I love you, baby. <laughs> Grandpa's dead. Extra room. Like, what if? You open your eyes. You're back in the present. It hasn't happened yet. What if? it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, I just really, I just really like the idea that they can fix this together. I love that. And I don't need this Cyrus Cypress man. I don't need him. But
1: it's it wouldn't make sense for her to become queen of Ardunia, though.
0: But what if everyone comes together? <gasps> what do you mean? What if they all get married? <laughs> Hear me <laughs> out. Three way? A throuple. What if they get? All, what if they all get married? Three. Okay. Close your eyes again. <laughs> three dragons. Oh my
1: god. Uh-huh.
0: Each of them one leg on a head, except for I think the person who's on the end. I don't know if <laughs> it's gonna work. Listen, I just. Cam know. doesn't have a
1: dragon. I'm so sad. If he had a dragon, it would have already been mentioned. Do
0: you think Tahereh Mafi just likes when the second person is the
1: You know what my guess was with Shatter Me? I think she just didn't want to be um... predictable. There you go. Yeah. I don't think she wanted to be predictable. But because of Shatter Me, now I'm like, okay, which way is she going to (laughs) go? You know? Because I do feel like some people are expecting King Cyrus to be possibly... The husband. Doesn't mean you have to stay married, though. (laughs) No, that's not
0: how I want it. (laughs) That's not how I want it. I do think that she is going to see the world a little bit differently. But I hope... I don't that, think
1: that Cam is going to go away, if that's what you're worried about. What do you mean? Like Leave I, forever? No, because I know you don't like when characters are brought up, and then it's like, <laughs>
0: oh, they're gone now. I just hope that Cameron goes for her. And I hope that he sees the, how the world is outside, because this is going to be his first experience. I know that he was out, you know, doing, like, war stuff, but this is going to be his first experience Probably as king, mm-hmm. seeing the he world. He can't
1: leave if he's the king.
0: No, his grandpa's out of there.
1: His grandpa's gone.
0: Unless his grandpa goes into like a comatose state where he can leave. Yeah. like on a condition. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Promise. I don't want. I don't want this love triangle. Don't look at me like that.
1: It makes me so upset. I'm just saying. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> It is a love triangle, though. Can I tell you, though, that if she, in the second book, starts to feel for Cetus, Cyrus, huh? if she starts to feel for him, I'm dropping it. Really? I can't. It's gonna happen. I can't with that. No. No. What if you like him? is.
1: <laughs> what if you do like him, though?
0: No. I don't want to like him. Why? Do you want to know something that my sister finds annoying? I'm trying to get better about it. I'm trying to be open-minded. I'm sorry. When I yeah. like a series... And let's say there's a couple in that series that I like. I can't ship that person with anyone else. That's not a bad thing. I know, but I I can't. So now that my heart is set on these two, I can't. I can't.
1: Are you saying that your heart wasn't set on Adam and Juliet?
0: It was. That's what made me so angry with (laughs) Unravel Me. (laughs) Mm. You get what
1: Yeah. I feel like I used to be like that, but now I'm like...
0: Oh, what are you saying about me? Am I not? Am I not grown up
1: enough? I think mean, you need to grow up. I don't know. <laughs> it's
0: okay. You said it, I mean. Okay.
1: So I think I think we're done. We're done. We made we it. made it to the end. So go ahead and tell everyone how middle ground you felt about this <laughs> book.
0: I really like this book. Mm-hmm. I feel like the way it was written was so wonderfully done. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. She has such a fucking way with words. And I think she's really good at building characters. This is... She wrote Shatter Me first, right?
1: Uh, Yeah. Before this one, yeah.
0: I think her writing has definitely improved. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think her characters were spot on. I really, really liked Aliza. She was so... uh, Such a good female protagonist. Mm -hmm. And I am excited to see what happens next. I... I'm not excited for the future love triangle that's going to break my heart, but it's okay. It's okay. I'll deal with it for the podcast because I'm pretty sure we'll read The Wovening when it comes out. (laughs) And then what's the third one going to be called? The Woven Strikes Back. (laughs) So overall, I really did like the story. And if I had to give it a rating, I think I would give it a four out of five. Wow. Yeah, she did pretty well. I would recommend this book to others. Wait, so you didn't have a problem with all the politic talk? Oh, that okay. I wanted to bring that up. I don't mind politics in books. Um, Are you thinking about red, white, and royal blue?
1: <laughs> yeah, because you mentioned... Well, you. I don't know if you mentioned yes. it in the episode or if you just told me personally. I but you I mentioned it in the episode. You were like, anytime politics is brought up, I check out. Here's,
0: <laughs> here's, a, here's the thing. With that book specifically... What I didn't like is that the conflict in politics was solved so easily. Mm. So when the two characters in that book got together, it was like, Texas is blue. Blue? blue. We did it, guys. Yeah. So I I don't like when it's unrealistic. This felt very realistic. Okay. So I think it was done very well. I was actually into what was happening with the politics in this story. I'm sorry I'm so unpredictable. (laughs) No, it's okay. Um, Four out of five. Thank you. Wow. I'm
1: just so shocked. I can't speak.
0: I know. Go ahead and try Try your best. Tell me
1: how much you hate it. Okay. <laughs> Something that I did not bring up. I really like her writing. Obviously, I've already said it in the past. But what I really liked in this book in particular is, I don't know if you noticed it, but on many of the chapters where she would start, like the beginning of the chapters, she would always describe either the setting the weather, the day, and she would always connect whatever the abstract thing was to how the character was feeling. And I was like, damn, she's so good at this. I
0: was not aware
1: of that. Yeah, she did. I think she did that with Cam. One that sticks out to me is I think it was like a gloomy day or the opposite. It might have been like a sunny day. And he was like, it didn't match how he was feeling on the inside. Obviously prettier than that, but along those lines and i do really like her writing i really 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 loved the romance in this book i know that it wasn't romance heavy yeah which i kind of wish that it had it like a little more a little more but it's okay i did like the characters development away from each other and then together i do want to say that when i first read this book I felt differently. <laughs> then I read it a second time because I think it was one of the first ones in our batch. It was. That I read. And we had a long batch. So I had to reread it within like the last two weeks. And I think when I first read it, I was kind of like, not really sure how I felt about King Cyrus, especially because I feel it in my bones that the next book is going to be King Cyrus and her possibly living happily ever after i think the first time that i read it i kind of skimmed his parts and i didn't really understand that he was the one who was with her Mm -hmm. when he was getting her ready for the ball and all that Mm -hmm. i didn't really understand that part the first read then the second read i realized oh my god it's king cyrus this whole time wow (laughs) and i did really like it and i really like her writing and I would give it a five. Oh out of five. my god! I'm so you wait. I told you this. The fact that you don't remember this is what? like go go go. Kind of rude. So I don't know if you remember this, but she was. Tahara Mafi. She <laughs> was doing like signed books, and she was like shipping them out. And I tried getting one, Damn. but it was only for the UK. I
0: told you. So you, you that. moved.
1: So I moved. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We are now in the UK. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you not remember that? No. Yeah, I joined her live stream because I was like, oh my god! Well, because I wasn't sure what it was. I, I was literally in class and I was like, uh, I was like scrolling through Instagram. I was bored, okay? Mm. And then I saw that she was live and I was like, why is she live? <laughs> and then that's when I learned about the book. And she was like, yeah, doing signed copies. And I was like, I want
0: one. <laughs> Dude, this is one of your five out of fives of 2022. That means at the end of this year, this is going to be one of your contenders for the best read of 2022. Whoa, that's so weird to
1: think about. We haven't had a
0: lot. No, (laughs) you you gave this a five out of five. I can't think of the other one. No, this is the winner. This is it. Thank (laughs) you, guys. Oh, Whispering Door. Whispering Door. But thank you so much for everyone for listening anyone who's listening to us in audio form like spotify apple podcast amazon music or anywhere you get your podcasts on thank you so much if you can leave a review or a comment that would be amazing also, if you want to tell your friends and family and your loved ones and hated ones about us, because word of mouth is the best way to get exposure. So that would be amazing. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. If you can like, comment, subscribe, and click that notification bell, because anytime we post, it'll let you know. That would be amazing. Please let us know how you feel about it. What team are you? Are you team Cyrus? Are you team Cam? Cammy? Or the third secret team, team Cardin? Thank you. Which team are you? You mentioned him. So at the end of episodes, we usually roll a die. And this die is either going to be an odd or an even number. If it is an even number, we are going to read a positive review off of Goodreads. If it is an odd number, we are going to read a negative review off of Goodreads. We do not feel any certain way about this book. So whatever it is, that's what it is. And we're going to leave it in the air.
1: We won't comment on it, I swear.
0: Okay, our number this week is a 20.
1: Positive. Positive. Go ahead and read
0: a positive review. Okay. Okay, this is
1: written by Books and Zoe. They rated it a 5 out of 5, and they write, And just like that, Tahare Mafi single-handedly brought me out of my
0: two-year fantasy reading slump. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye! Oh my gosh. I feel like I've aged. <sighs> same. I'm just sad. I because you Yeah. Don't be. Y'all love him. I'm better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh Somebody wrote on here, he's <laughs> so stupid, they were like, so the author of the book series that I like to refer to as the Eyeball series. <laughs> the eyeball series? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wrote this book, as I like to refer to it as the Gold Book
0: series. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my gosh, the Eyeball series. I love that, (laughs) and that's it. That's the end.